Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store and I'm here with Ginger Shark. How are we doing? I'm all right, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah, less said the better about the conversation that happened prior to the pod starting. <laughs> I'm not getting into that again. Uh, basically, I'm decorating later today. And that was the top end and bottom end of the conversation, really. Uh, you'd have had a podcast before... Don't pull that face. <laughs> you'd have had a podcast before this one, but we had technical difficulties early on in the early on in the week. Ginger Shack's got a laptop now. Shout out to Ginger Shack for being in the 21st century. Fuck off. Fucking hell, he started, hasn't he? He's a laugh. You're claiming I'm from the 21st century. You live in St. fucking Helens. I know. It might as well be. It might as well be Game of Thrones here. Uh, but anyway, because we've not been on for a while, uh, we've missed all the movers and shakers. We missed, obviously, Orlando Magic blowing it up. Shipping everybody Ooh. out big time, but we kind of expected that to happen, though. Uh, I mean, I think like on the last pod, we talked about Aaron Gordon being moved. Um, I was sat here as a Bulls fan, like, we're gonna have a you know, the only movement we'll see from the Bulls is is uh, maybe Lowry marketing to uh, back to fucking Finland to the moon. Don't let Jimmy, um, and obviously, we we came in, we came in big. And uh, copped Nikola, Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, yeah. It was lovely. Uh, Daniel Tice. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're fully committed to this whole European thing. Yeah, well, Vuce, Vuce is, a, is, a, is a big one, I think. I think that's a nice little addition for you. Uh, it gives Levine some help. Might get you uh, a regular playoff berth over the next couple of years if they stick together. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice because obviously a lot of the talk kind of like looking at this time last year before fucking COVID and whatever, like Zach Levine weren't really committed to the Bulls. He, you know, like I think if yeah. if the right shot offer came in, it'd have been like, yeah, no worries. Like It was kind of shot window territory, wasn't it, for him? He was kind of showing that he's got superstar potential in a in a team that's competitive. That's what he wanted. But now he has got a team that's competitive. Uh, obviously, Aaron Gordon going to the Nuggets, I believe, up to today. The Nuggets still haven't been beaten. Am I correct? Since he... Uh, I believe so. Since he joined. I'm a, I'm a liar. I mean, to be fair, like, it's a great, it was a great grab for, for, for Denver. Yeah. 100%. You know, I mean, you're adding Aaron Gordon to like, sir, an MVP candidate, Nikola Jokic, and... Jamal you know Murray. Jamal Murray it is. It's like, do you know I mean that that you look at it now and you go, I bet now they wish to an extent they could play Aaron Gordon at the small forward, and uh, they still had the man they sent to Detroit. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. I was just you know about what I mean? to say that like, Jeremy Grant's balling out, but again, is it that thing of he's doing well in a small market? Do you know what I mean? Um, I call I it think the Rudy got... Gay effect. It's, it's the boogie and the Rudy Gay effect when, like, in Sacramento. Yeah. Like, Rudy Gay and Boogie, were they destroyed everything. Like, they were they were kings. 
yeah, literally and figuratively. Yeah. And uh, then they, they kind of like, you know, Rudy Gay went to the Spurs and just kind of faded into obscurity to an extent. Yeah. Like, nobody talks about him now. And at one point, he was one of the arguably a best top 10 small forwards. Yeah. Like, yeah. But no, obviously, the other big one is um, a lot of stuff happened, like you mentioned, Orlando. But Miami, Mikasa yeah. see Miami. Yeah, Oladipo. That was a big. That was a big, a big move. Uh, where do you play him though? Are you playing him shooting guard? God, I would. It's a bit mad. It's a bit mad. Do you know what? I was listening, and I don't often. Uh, I was listening to. I wasn't actually listening to it. I was listening to Max Kellerman and uh, Stephen A. Smith on about boxing the other day because I like listening to Max Kellerman talk about boxing. He knows, like, he's he's definitely... Probably in... the only subject he should comment on. Yeah. Quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. And Stephen A. Smith, well, he's just... Yeah. yeah, he's an idiot. Anyway, so I was I was listening to him. He was talking about... He was talking about boxing anyway. And the video stopped and then another video started as I was making my breakfast. So I just kind of left it on. And they were talking about Oladipo and how brilliant he was... Uh, when he first got to the Pacers and how they played him correctly at the Pacers, uh, but they were—they seem to think that the that the Heat have probably got him at the wrong time. It's going to probably be next season by the time he kind of develops into the player he was in the Pacers because of all the moving and shaking for him. Yeah, I mean, like first it was just a bit weird when he went to Houston. Anyway, yeah. Um and like I almost I almost forgot he was in Houston. Yeah. Like so when I was talking about the trade, like he got traded and um like I know a couple of Pacers fans and I pinged them a message and one of the guys was like, Mate, ain't been our fucking problem for like six months. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he ain't he ain't he's been in, you know, he's been in Houston, like um but I mean it's it's good. Yeah, it's I mean, good. It's, a good, it's a good. I think it's a good. You you are you're adding Oladipo to Jimmy Buckets to Bam to Tyler Hero to Duncan Robinson to Kendrick Nunn to. Do you know what I mean? Adonis Haslam. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love you, Adonis Haslam. Uh, yeah. So, good cop. Adonis Haslam is the Richard Wright of Miami Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Richard Wright is just like the <laughs> City. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. like just because they had to fit the uh, the British quota. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, uh, so that's the kind of moving and shaking. There's probably other stuff we've kind of not spoke about. How terrible the Celtics still are, but uh, yeah, I tried to get KD's that. back. We got KD back. Yeah, KD's back. He's balling out. Yeah, Embiid's back. Uh, he is. He is. He's balling so, out. So, so now that now that Ellie sent a KD jersey to Mo, does that mean you now need to send an Embiid jersey to Mo in order to to like you know be like, oh look at my team, they're great. No, see, I don't, I don't, I don't have, to, <laughs> I don't have to buy my customers. But uh, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Uh, 
Shout out to all my customers though who uh, who caught with the twenty percent off discount. It's it was mad. It was actually mad how how much stock moved. Which you'll be well, seeing. I legit got I legit got a bargain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saved myself. A I, didn't, I didn't buy pounds. Yeah, I didn't buy anything. And you still saved yourself money. <laughs> Uh, but it has funded the level up, the level change for the throwback store. So I'm not going to say too much about that now, but something very big is in the pipeline that will also affect the podcast as well. So, uh, yeah. I it, know what it is. So you're all watching this podcast. You don't know what it is. I know what it is. So, ha-ha. <laughs> Yeah, so something something big, 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 very big on the way. Uh, I'll just keep you keep you all guessing with that. Uh, Space Jam trailer. What do you think? What do you think? Right, right. So, 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 so. Let's before you give me your opinion. Give me your opinion on it without, without with. As a singular thing, right? So, okay, so so without, it's not without space, the history, it's not Space Jam Two, so yeah. it's Space Jam: A New Legacy. So I now view it as a separate entity. Yeah. It is very, 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 very well made. There is already multiple videos on YouTube in terms of the Easter eggs. I I had the trailer on, obviously. I'm gassed. Like, I've reverted back to, like, I'd say a little kid, but I'm still a midget, so it don't make a difference. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, there's LeBron. LeBron turns into a cartoon. I'm like, different vibe. Okay, like this. And then, you know, I'm sat there watching it. Like, the missus is sat there. She's just kind of a little bit like, all right, yeah, fair enough. Like, you'd be gassed. And then just like that, she went, is that Drogon from Game of Thrones? Is that the dragon? Is that King Kong? Yeah, heavy. Genius. Like, they've just opened, like... A different like world. The rec- they've just opened the, the, the Warner Brothers universe and gone, you know, and they've, they've made it more... Like, it's the, today's day and age, like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's... Do you know what I mean? Like, the serververse instead of, obviously, like... Um, and I'll, and I'll give all of the positives to, to Space Jam. I really will. And then I'll let you give your opinion. And then I have a massive, massive gripe about it. But I'll, I'll see where I'll let you, I'll let you kind of give what you think about it first. But well, I am, yeah. Well, my, my, there's, there's a couple of things, right? And I will give you an example. So I watched recently coming to, America, the second one, the one that's just been made, right? And I watched it and I was like, oh, like they missed the boat here. They missed a trick. Like there's so many things they could have done. And then I spoke to Rich Barrett about it and Rich Barrett was like, he really enjoyed it. And then I went back and watched it again. And I was like, do you know what? It's a really, really good film. I really enjoyed that film when I didn't compare it or put it, in the same kind of world as the original. Like, when you just watch it on the basis of itself as its own entity, 
you're okay. There's too big of a gap, right, to think it's comparable to its predecessor because it can't be because there's two CGI's changed, the way films are being made's changed. We're in the middle of a pandemic. There's so many different things. The problem with Space Jam, rather than Coming to America, Coming to America had a lot of the people from the first one in it. So you could kind of understand why people had a gripe. Whereas this is its own thing. Right. If Kobe had done it, it'd been completely different. It'd have been received a lot better. It's because it's LeBron James and there's that thing of LeBron wants to be Michael Jordan, blah de blah de blah. Okay. Which is frustrating yeah. for me. But yeah, I'm right. gassed in overall. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it on its own basis. And like you said, the Easter eggs, the uh, Lola Bunny being Dwayne Wade running away kind of thing. That, that was, was like like that was the moment where like you watched it and you just kind of went. Wait, have they? Yeah, they they have. Yeah, like they have. Like that's and it's little subtle things like that that I think are going to be an advantage for this film because LeBron is a filmmaker. Yeah, you know he's been he was in Trainwreck, like had a big big role in that. He's like it's interesting for me because like I'm older now, so I'm fully aware that that isn't Bronny playing his son. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, when I originally watched the original Space Jam, I was like, that's his kids and that's his wife. It wasn't. Yeah. It's Do you just know what I mean? Like, some randoms. But, but I am, I am going to get on my soapbox about one thing, maybe two things that, and, and it's, it's really annoyed me. Right. So at this minute in time, I am wearing a Space Jam jumper. Right. Yeah. I love merch. You do love merch. We made a comment maybe two podcasts ago, maybe three ago when we were talking about Space Jam. And I brought up the fact that they've changed the Toon Squad jerseys. Yeah. And I was quite, you know, I didn't think that was fair. Less than 18 months ago, Nike released Toon Squad jerseys. They had the Bron logo on it. They had James on it. And now they're different. And yeah, made monster jerseys as well, and it doesn't look this like this is it. Goon Squad. Like that's what the that's what the bad guys are called. Goon Squad. Like, why did they bring them jerseys out? Then that's really bad on that. Do you know? Do you know what, what I mean? Like, and and arguably they were the nicest jerseys. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. If it makes the the the, the financial out, mate, they even brought out the kicks. That's brought- what I mean. Like LeBron, I think they were 16s. Yeah, the Monstar like, LeBrons. Purple and green. Um, yeah. Julia's got a pair. Um, like I've seen her post a pair up like she wore hers to play in. Yeah, like, Julia. They're so cool. Like the Monstar's jersey was ace. I was like, that, I might though? be about this. Why have they done that? I don't like that. And it's really riled me because like, it's like, Put it this way: If I'd bought a Toon Squad jersey, yeah, I'm a jersey. I, I, I invest in my jerseys, like, I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would have bought a Monster jersey, right? So I've bought two. So in June, July, when all the merch drops, well, then I'd go and buy another Looney Tunes jersey. Like I'd buy another Toon Squad jersey, and I'd end up having to buy a Goon Squad jersey. Yeah, 
Yeah, so you've bought four. But that's Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I've bought four jerseys for one fucking film. Yeah, I think it's a bit naughty on their part that they've kind of played that middle ground of making you believe that that's what they were going to be wearing. I just think it's it's just a little bit cheeky. Yeah. Like maybe maybe I'm just being over dramatic about it and like but but I just think it's I I'd like to think of myself as a man of the people. Like, I don't want to earn mega bucks. Like if I'm if I'm buying some I'm saving up for it. Do you know what I mean? Like and and if I'm going out like you could have like imagine that you go and buy like on stock X, cop yourself a Monstars jersey. And it ain't even for, like two or three hundred quid. You know, drop like half a bag on it. You're like, yes. And then the trailer comes out. Fucking monsters don't even exist anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is. It is. It is. But anyway, talking... But that's is- about it. Other than that, fucking hyped. Yeah. The Space Jam's back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Talking of jerseys, I did send you a picture of a jersey and you've just informed me uh, that there's the... So what I seen was a rail of... Lakers LeBron James jerseys. I'll flick the picture up if you're watching on YouTube. The purple, flowery, they've got like silver logo Lakers. Like a, it's like a shimmer effect, I'd say. It's got uh, the jock tag, it's got rookie of the year above the jock tag and MVP above that. So we surmised or Ginger Shack surmised, I should say, this was going to be another MVP jersey like they've done the go- uh, the white and the black uh, versions. But Poirot here has just sent me a, uh, a picture from Nike's website with a Luka Doncic uh, jersey. So I'm assuming it's a rookie of the year jersey this one is and it's it's similar in the style but i'm not feeling these they're just a bit that like mitchell and if i was if i was a lakers fan i'm copying it yeah like do you know what i mean like if if they brought out a uh, a Zach Levine or like a Derek, say Derek Rose had re-signed with the Bulls and they'd done an MVP Derek Rose jersey. It's not even a question. Like, I'm copying yeah. it. But as a as general visual, not not a big fan of it. I just think it's 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 one of the it's it's similar to what Mitchell and Ness do with kind of the Yeah, light like light it's view. just like I know that you know, like we've, there's a few, you know, we we talk most days with people and and you know, like and I think it was Elliot that sort of said that, like, they release jerseys now just to just to sell them. Um, obviously, there's two ends of that stick. Like, you know, equally they release as many as they do. Elliot still buys them. Yes, exactly. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. it also, like, as awful as it sounds, it keeps guys like you in business. Yeah. If they release jerseys, do you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, Definitely. But it, but it was just a bit. It, it's it's out there, like. Uh, to be fair com- enough, to be honest with you, these Nike jerseys now, just my opinion, it the jersey pretty much. I'm trying to move away from them, to be honest with you, and go back to what I started out doing, which was like throwback jerseys, just for the simple fact that 
like you've just said, then it, it's very much it's just done for the wrong reasons now, I feel. Like them these jerseys did not need to be made, in my opinion. There is no reason to make those jerseys. And I don't think they're gonna sell very well. I can understand why they'd put out an all black one and an all white one because they've always done well sales wise. Champion did it, the Miami Heat did it. Do you know what I mean? It all black on black and white on white will always sell well. But this to me a step too far for Nike. It is it is worth noting that they haven't received the financial dividends from selling all-star jerseys this year. And they would have sold a shit ton of Lucas and a shit yeah. ton of LeBrons. Like maybe, maybe this is you know kind what I mean? of maybe this is a kind of throw together. Let's get some let's throw some shit against the wall and hope it sticks. And it, it probably will. Like, like I said, if the entire range comes out and there's one there that's like, like I can imagine that kind of colour scheme, like you make that a Milwaukee's buck jersey, it looks pretty, it'll look pretty vibey. But it just doesn't pop in the Dallas colours and it don't certainly don't like don't mess with the purple and gold. Like exactly it's synonymous and historical. Like it's just a bit weird. It's like tie-dye acid, battery acid. Dog shit in a bag lit on fire. Bleach it all and throw it in the bin. Uh, But some positive news, talking of what's on the Nike website, the WNBA jerseys are on the Nike website, which is dope. And I may add, these WNBA jerseys are better than the NBA ones this year. I will say that some of them are better than the City jerseys. I'm so glad to see that the WNBA is getting treated with the same level of design respect that the NBA is. Um, I need that Chai Town WNBA jersey. The broken 100%. And I also need, like, out of more than anything, the Indiana Fever Stranger Things jersey. Oh, that man. is beautiful. Like, that is like. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, potentially like, uh, one of the nicest jerseys I have ever seen. Yeah. NBA, WNBA collabs, one of the nicest jerseys I've ever seen, and it is genius, absolute uh, genius. Uh, I like the. I've got. I've got them up here. I will be flicking these up. I like the broken glass Chicago one. Uh, yeah, I like. I like the New York Liberty one, but the Indiana Fever have, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. But uh, you know what I did have to laugh about? Like, the teams closest to their jerseys, to the Red, the WNBA and the NBA team, it's always been the Minnesota Lynx. It's always yeah. been dead close to the Wolves. So, sadly, they've now got still ugly jerseys and they're just boring. What can you do? What can you do? In it. What can you do? I thought Seattle might have gone full supersonics on us. That's like what they I nearly did. Yeah, they nearly did. Like that, that got... green and yellow Seattle arch. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to go all in, but but they didn't. Uh, and I like the Los Angeles one because it's got Mamba vibes for me. That the black and gold. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, that's that's nice. That's nice. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll flick the I'll flick the them, them all up and pleasantly surprised at what Nike have done with these this season. Pleasantly surprised, like really, really happy. And I, I know uh, a couple of advocates for WNBA who we know, uh, you and Julia, uh, both huge advocates of the game. So. I'm sure they're going to be uh, they're going to be stoked to see that it's getting the publicity that it's getting first and foremost, and the availability because I know you've been crying out for WNBA jerseys for for a while. So dope, dope, like really, really, really happy uh, about Love that. Them. I think I think I think it's a great idea. Like you know, I'm just I'm just hoping that because they had a hiatus. They had a little bit longer gap between their season than the than the NBA had, and like maybe the design teams have been able to just get a little bit more invested. Like the the NBA ones, for a best part, a lot of them were kind of just seem like they're through together. Don't get me wrong, there's some fire jerseys there, absolutely amazing. Um, but the WNBA ones, like wall to wall, they've hit it out of the park. Like it's they're, they're nice, 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 like brilliant, real nice. Right, so we'll go on to. Well, I'll ask you. Well, we we'll go for first favorite player that wore number twenty six because it is episode twenty six. Well, I looked at this. I researched it. Kyle Corver. Oh, you can't. He's Mike. Kyle Corver was mine. That's because nobody wore twenty six. Mark. Kyle Corver was mine. So we can both have Kyle Corver. So Kyle Corver's yeah, the best because player. T- 26 just turns out to be a shit jazz. <laughs> yeah, but great, great player, Corver. Started out at the Sixers. So, yeah. Uh, questions, questions, questions. We had questions. Obviously, the pod went out before the trade deadline. Expectations for your teams post-trade deadline. So, uh that's from Jordan Dawson Watson. If that isn't the most Jordan Dawson what try and say that as fast as you can. Jordan Dawson Watson. Jordan Dawson Watson. Yeah. Anyway. Uh what are your expectations for your team's post trade deadline? That means after, doesn't it? Post. Yeah. Well, obviously, your expectations will have changed, won't they? Because yeah, I mean, obviously, like for me, I just kind of wanted to play a play-in spot. Um, at time of recording, the Bulls are three games on the bounce, winning, um, which is always always nice. Um, Vooch is fitting in great. Daniel Tice has been dominant. Troy Brown has been unreal. You see, I was Patrick- sad to see. You see Patrick Williams block the other day, by the way, from the alley oop. Wait, I, I was raging because somebody was like, "He's like a young Kawhi." We're going to call him the mitten. The mitten. <laughs> He's great. And I was like, at least call him, call him Paul Trick Williams. Like, yeah, Paul instead of Claw. Paul. Yeah. yeah. The Paul. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm obviously... just be better. Like, I'm, 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 I'm hyped. Like, I think you know. I went a long time not seeing my team win. Like it sucked ass. Um, so to see it now is is obviously great. Um, so yeah, like I'm I'm just I'm riding the wave, mate. If if we make the play-ins, 
then you know some big teams in that kind of like eighth, ninth, tenth spot. It is what it is, but it's just nice to see my team winning and have recognizable players on the on the on the court rather than random shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh I think the Sixers' expectations quite high this year, obviously because they're so high up in the standings. So the only trade that affected the Sixers potentially is Lamarcus Aldridge to the Nets. Uh, I don't. I, I've purposely not when we spoke about the trades and stuff before. I've purposely not spoke about the Nets because everybody's speaking about the Nets and it's and it's becoming a bit of a circus, isn't it? Like I do. I do feel a little bit like come on, like LaMarcus Aldridge, come on, come on, come on. What? Do, why? What? But anyway, he's gone there. Because all of his shoes, all of his shoes were black and white anyway. That must be what it is. So, and then obviously Andre Drummond going the Lakers was the other trade. And what? And, and breaking his toenail off after like 50 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Uh, another question from John Cronin said, well, lads, really enjoying the pod. Keep it up. In my opinion, the Adidas Authentic Rev 30s are the greatest jerseys of all time. Mitchell and Ness released a John Wall Rev 30, which was fire. What jersey, beside the obvious LeBron, Kobe, D-Wade, would you like to see them recreate as a Rev 30? Would love to see a hard and OKC with a finals patch. Uh... It'll be round from that era, won't it? Like, yeah. Um, for uh, me personally, um, maybe maybe a D Wade finals patch jersey. Yeah, yeah. I think or there's a lot. I think there's like, a lot of them. Like Miami, the Miami era. Uh, I think. That that era, like even for me, I've got I've got one of my favourites, which was the this one, the Drew Holiday, is one of my favourites. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's mad, it's a bit, and the uh, and that one as well, the filler. I'd like this. I'd probably like this in an Embiid. Would be nice. Okay. Yeah. Would be nice. Uh, he did a jokey like the other one for me would be I'm just waiting now he's announced his retirement. I need a Mitchell Ness Joakim Noah. Yeah, yeah. The Saint Pat did he play the Saint Patrick's Day game? He did. He did. That would but be I, ha- I have got I have got a green jersey. Like I got a I got a D Rose. Wore on the first episode actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd quite like uh so one of the things I don't have a lot of other than Jordans, I guess, is red Bulls jerseys. There you go. So I'd quite like a red Joakim Noah. Like if yeah. they retroed the Lost Bulls jersey. Yeah. Ooh. In Joakim Ooh. Noah. See, Mitchell and Ness have got so many avenues now because there were so many jerseys made over that period, like the Christmas Day jerseys, the St. Patrick's Day jerseys, the so many, so you can kind of 
But yeah, I'd probably go for an Embiid in the the blue filler. I think that would be nice. Uh, Joakim Noah for me, like I said, red Lost Bulls jersey would be... And and with the Christmas Day jerseys, they'd have to put, if they did them, they'd have to put the the logo in uh, wax work, wax print on the back like they'd done on the jerseys. Because that was like, that was just a beautiful touch. I was a big fan of that. Definitely. Uh, And I think that's us done for this episode. Uh, I'll let you choose who you think the better question was. Was it the trade deadline? Jordan Dawson Watson or was it the uh, remake of jerseys from John Cronin it's, it's going to have to Mr Cronin that oh. is a, it was a great question like it, it gets me it's got me thinking now like I'm sat here now thinking about like what jerseys you could what jersey I want to see recreated I want to see the Hollywood Knights Mamba jersey yeah like, I want to see you know basically the entire Miami Heat Heels era jerseys recreated because they yeah. were all the, the red you know, the red hole the white heat the white heat the nickname jersey nickname jerseys yeah 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 so yeah so john cronin send me a message on instagram or twitter or facebook or anywhere where you can send me your address so people don't send dog shit through your door uh so, yeah, so just send me a message somewhere and I'll get a podcast T-shirt out for you. So uh, I appreciate you sending your questions in. People keep sending your questions in. Keep uh, liking, subscribing, watching, interacting, commenting, posting, all that stuff. And we shall see you on... Oh, if it was hard trying to think of a player with number 26, who's been number 27? Rudy Gobert. There you go. Stifle Tower. Anyway, we shall see you on episode 27. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>